Jeff is full of bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is an author you may know from such things as Facebook, much has been written about bicyclists and political rants. It is the very author that you love and know, Rick Anderson. Greetings, obedient listeners. Obedient listeners. Obedient. Obedient. They are obedient. Excellent. And I... On this great and wonderful Canada Day, would like to introduce Beer Plus Three. Well, today it's two. Tomorrow it may be three. We'll see. <laughs> we tend to multiply. <laughs> we, we, sometimes we grow and we get small and then we grow. We're like tribbles. 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 Okay, that'll work too. Tribbles. <laughs> tribbles. If so they're yes. known in France or in Canada, it's Canada Day. You know that. Yeah, it's July 1st, so it's a... Uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, Happy Canada Day. Oh, Canada. Eh? <laughs> what do you do on Canada Day? I generally, you know, I go I go to work, you know. Um it's, you know, that's that's the then, sound of Canadian You know, listeners. I get off work, right? Yeah. Right? I yeah. get off work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then, you know, you got to go get some beer. Oh, right? yeah, or, yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. And you know, it's not really hockey season, so you got to find something. Oh, I know. Totally. Yeah. That's that's our dedication to Canada Day right there. <laughs> yeah, by offending all of them. <laughs> How is that offending them? Have you did you watch that commercial that was posted? Oh. <laughs> How to be Canadian. I, 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 I love learn Canada. It was like the prairies, yeah. Toronto, <laughs> Quebec, uh, uh, the West, West Coast, and then something else. Oh, and then it would just show a moose in the in the snow, and it said territories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I, I I don't know exactly what Canada is celebrating on on Canada. Is it a historical? I don't know. It's a day dedicated to Canada. Oh, that's the, it's in the name. Duh. It's yeah, all in the I name. Got it, it's got all it. in the name. Oh, I understand. It's okay. Canada day. No, but I mean, is it like a is there a, like a historical? Reason? I'm sure that they just be. or they just pick January first so they could be like three days ahead of us and, and make it look like we win. Eh? <laughs> we won. These <laughs> Americans are we copying us. <laughs> well, whatever the reason or however you celebrate it, unless you celebrate it by coming hey, to Bellingham and going to Costco, I think any reason reason other than hockey they get to celebrate. Yes, is a good day. Canadians get a lot of holidays though. Actually, they, they, um, get, they get a some lot of pretty uh, decent holidays. Like um, it's a lot of three day weekends for them. Yeah. Um, Deanne and I noticed that uh, you know the time we've lived in the, for the amount of time we've lived in Bellingham, we've noticed a lot of. You know, it's like they have a three day weekend, and then a couple weeks later, another three day weekend. You know, I'm not sure um, why we can't have that, <laughs> but <laughs> I think no, because we get to work. That. <laughs> it's the American way. You got to work. Yeah, I you want to take a vacation? It's, what you want to take a what? Because you know to pay for this lavish lifestyle, <laughs> you have to work. Yeah, no shit. Oh my god, we got we got screwed on the whole vacation thing. Yeah, I'm just glad I work where I work because I get a lot of vacation. Especially yeah. since I've been there for like 13 years. Oh yeah, you know, I, yeah, you get to work. Yeah, and you get a lot of time off. <laughs> mm. yeah. By the way, this this Bellevue Brewing. 425 Pale Ale. 
Mm-hmm. I'm assuming 425 is named after a highway or something. What the? I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. It doesn't. Uh, or it took 425 tries to get it this way. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's going to be called 426. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, to you Canadians, right? It's uh, 650 milliliters. Oh, that's a lot, eh? Well, you know, it's one pint, six fluid ounces. <laughs> that was one of the things in the Canada thing. It was mm. like, what's your weight in kilograms? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know kilograms that well. Yeah. I, yeah, who does? <laughs> on, in this part of the continent. I wonder how much longer it'll take before the U.S. finally commits to the metric system. I mean, because we've done... it's like As soon as we, we lose the war? Yes. Yeah. That's when it's going to happen. <laughs> but we keep dipping our toe in it with like, you know, it's like we'll have two liters of pop or... Yeah, but that's you been know, around forever since I was a kid. You got two I, liters. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it's like we want to do these little tiny... Movements oh, we, we toward wanna, yeah, it, yeah. but we never want to commit all the way and just jump right in. If you've know? ever been a drug dealer or been involved with lots of drugs, then yeah. you know the metric <laughs> system pretty well. <laughs> well, now, actually, that gets a little confusing for me because, if I'm not mistaken, there's measurements of grams mm-hmm. and then ounces. Yeah, but ounces is English. But I know, but they mix the two. It's like they didn't, even they couldn't. Even drug dealers could not commit, damn it. I know, I know. <laughs> well, how much is that? It's an ounce, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. And you know what? Grams. It's never a gram or an ounce because the person selling it to you has already pinched out a bunch. <laughs> so it's, it, you're fucked either way. And then they want to smoke it with you. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Our that's where they get you. That's where they That's you. that's where legalization's good. You don't have to go to the creepy guy's house anymore. That's yeah. Awesome. Oh, there's a lot of good things about legalization. Would you what would you give the 425? I would give the 425 a uh I'm going to give it a 3. Um Yeah, I'm going to give it a 3. I'm going to give it a 2.5. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't really I was not impressed. Yeah. Of course, I've been drinking somebody left a six pack of sweet ass. Oh. At my house, and that's a fantastic freaking pale ale. Yeah, from Good Life. Mm-hmm. Is it Good Life? Sweet ass. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's Good Life. Yeah, yep. and uh, it's an amazing pale ale. And then I had Ninkasi's, which was much like this, but better. Yeah. So, I'm thinking two point five on that. Yeah, I don't. You read the label before the podcast, and the, all kinds of different. Oh, I can uh, read it again. You can read it again. <laughs> I can. Smooth piney hops, followed by subtle notes of citrus. Stone fruit, stone fruit, stone fruit, and a dry, crisp finish. I'm not getting any of that. I mean, it tastes good Neither to me. I. It tastes good to me. But, but I'm you not... know what would be delicious right now? Fresh crab, fresh scallops, fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the does pairing this, on the does side. this pair it well? Oh, okay. It's, this so is, it got... pairs with it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I, the yes. beer world does not need the wine world's. Uh, oh no, there's pairings. There's whole yeah. dinners you can go to. Yeah. Um. That they uh they it's like wine dinners, but beer dinners. So they they pair a beer or yeah. a style of beer with each course, and yeah. usually you get four to six courses or whatever. All right. And they'll pair a beer with your 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 um you know entree and your your soup. Yeah. Or salad or whatever the fuck. And then whatever, you know, all the different things. And then you finally get into with a dessert and something to pair it with. So. This seems very, um, very precious, you know. It's precious? You mean pretentious? Pretentious, precious, <laughs> all of it. It just, uh, I don't know. It just seems weird. I've always thought that was strange with the whole wine thing. I'm sure that there's something behind it. I'm not enough of a wine drinker or aficionado to really appreciate I, I it. I would just do it because the wine comes free usually with the meal that you've purchased. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
like, yeah, I'll have another glass of that. Sure. Bring that, it on. That paired nicely, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. You can pair that up again. <laughs> but this, no, that one again. Thank you. <laughs> yes. But um, this I this is um, where I think for me a lot of beers fall, which is sort of that middle, middle of the road. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's just, it's... It's okay. I think it's slightly below average. Yeah. But Bellevue, I've had some excellent beer from Bellevue, and I think Bellevue yeah. does make very good beer. Yeah, they do. I just We've had appreciate um, this because extraneous reasons. I've been drinking pale ale all week. Yeah. So <laughs> and fantastic freaking pale ale. Yeah. I wonder how so. this uh wonder how this beer would pair with toast. Toast. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was that relatively was subtle. <laughs> The Satanic Toaster that, that just starts on up. fire. That, that was hilarious. Was I loved it. Wasn't that from like 1984 or something? Yeah, it was like 84 or 82, something like that. But it's basically for, um, I guess we can post this on our page, but the uh, it's a video of a woman from an old news segment where she's uh, talking about how her toaster is Good Morning America. Possessed. Oh, was it Good Morning America? Oh, it was, yeah, right at the, right the, end, the end, yeah. And where she's talking about her, her toaster is apparently possessed by the devil, and the proof was that the toast burns and occasionally burns with... Uh, little sayings about Satan and carved Satan lives. Into you Satan can tell lives. she took a knife and went. <laughs> 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 it's like, lady, if you burn your toast, get all of it off, not just the one bit. <laughs> Schmuck. Well, Satan, Satan. Were has you going to no... try it out? Oh yeah, I was. I was going to try that. that. And then was... it takes her forty-five minutes to get one piece of bread out of the fucking bag. The best part though is at the end where she said, "You know, they said, well, I would, you know, why don't you just get rid of it?'" Well, it it actually makes really good toast. <laughs> Lady, seriously. Hey, if Satan does one thing right, <laughs> fucking make toast. <laughs> Why would you get rid of a perfectly good toaster just because Satan is possessed? That's right. I agree. I agree, man. That's uh, you know, keep keep the keep the toast. <laughs> keep the toaster. It's making good stuff, man. Absolutely. Um, if it puts little, you know, who knew that Satan could spell so well? <laughs> Especially in English, since you know. Yeah, you know, you would think he would be speaking Aramaic or something a little bit older. Yeah, but that's um, I I I think that's hilarious though. I mean, that's that was an obvious fake. I mean, she was obviously in on that because you even noticed before, you know, when she puts the toast down in the video, um, you know, and then what happens at the end is this great huge flame comes shooting yeah, up out of it. The toaster oh my god, kind of explodes. Oh my god, it's the flames of hell. But um, you see her actually. She kind of pushes the toaster away and sits back a little bit, like she knows what's about yeah. to happen. It's like, oh, <laughs> you are so full of crap, lady. <laughs> but um, that's just um, that's almost funny. But the people who who will like uh, get toast or like an English muffin occasionally that looks vaguely like Jesus, and they're convinced mm-hmm. that's bad enough. And then the people who will actually show up and want to see it. It's My like, toast has beard. It has a beard. It must be Jesus. <laughs> no, that's George Carlin. Move on. <laughs> Did you really just travel across the country to look at a piece of toast? Yeah. Yeah. Why I mean, would you why not? not? Well, if you're already <laughs> driving by, you get those signs, the biggest ball of yarn, Jesus toast. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's just so weird. That, and it actually reminds me of the um, uh, with the Mars photos right now. That's what oh, I was God, thought of those too. People. It's like you know the what Mars and what was it the Moon they did it with for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like we live in a we live in a uh, a time where we're we're the first human beings to have to casually receive just hundreds and hundreds of photos of the surface of Mars. That's a privilege we get that hundreds of which millions is kind of cool because actually uh, people have been finding stuff not 
those crazy people, but yeah. people have been finding stuff of uh, because they've been posting not only Mars but like just pictures of out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. And people have been actually actively trying to find things. Yeah. You know, and people have found things. Well, it's amazing enough. It's I, and then you've got these people out there who are like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm I'm seeing giant bugs, or I'm, there's a woman walking across the surface. Do you see her? She's way over that there. Was Mars, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. And there's um, what was the other things? There was like um, oh, Bigfoot. They spotted Bigfoot. They spotted pyramids. Yeah. Oh, they, gears, gears, ancient gears. They've seen what ancient looks like gears, yes, as oh, yeah. opposed to newer gears. <laughs> Oh, and the, how do the, you know we're the floating thousands fork? of light years away, or hundreds of light years, tens of light years away? Whatever. Yeah. Did you see that there was one that would look like a floating fork? It was just some structure out on you know natural structure, but it happened no, to look like a fork. And because of the, the the way the shadows were, it made it look like it was floating over like a like a. Uh, like a ravine, like it had been laid there and was floating. And I was just like, people, it's like, you're looking at the surface of Mars. Why do you need to find more amazing stuff than that? Yet another thing that? on my list yeah. that I would love to do if I was stupid rich yeah. is go over the surface of the Earth and do the same thing. Like, oh, oh, oh this yeah. This is Mars. Yeah. No, it's Earth. But, you know, just like, <laughs> look, there's a city. That would be brilliant, actually, for NASA to shut a lot of these loonies up about that oh, stuff. Oh, that would be so amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah, that um, that effect is called per- pareidolia. Pareidolia, of course it is. That's an and and Keep it's going. just for look, you know, it's for people <laughs> looking for patterns and things that you know. That, well, we I think humans naturally look for patterns and things. Oh yeah, We're yeah. Attracted but, to patterns, but then we grow up and we realize that those patterns aren't always like significant or meaningful. But yeah, well, not everybody. I, yeah, Remember, I, I know, work in a casino. <laughs> oh, that's right. If you bring where, your, where you, you you never grow old and you never die. <laughs> And all those routines that you go through for luck, they work every single is. time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you see a lot of that in your? Do you see a lot of people doing like the lucky? Oh yeah. Like yeah. lucky behavior. The biggest thing is rubbing the screen. Rubbing or, the screen. Or um, touching each reel as it comes down. What? Uh, <laughs> people will rub the screen yeah. as it spins. Yeah. And oh, that's where oh, we get oh. the diamond rings cutting up our screen. Oh God. So, and then you get the people touching, dunk, 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 each reel. Dunk, oh, dunk. Or they'll touch random reels. They're like, oh, this one here and this one here and this one here. Right. Or they'll, right. They'll, they'll, they'll touch a few symbols before they spin. <laughs> and then they'll hit it. They are digital, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, they are. That's that's weird. They're electronic pull tabs. I cannot relate. To, I mean, I just I don't have any impulse for superstitions at all. I it's mean, almost as bad when I worked stuff. at uh, uh, down at Skagit when I think Harris was there. Uh, yeah, I worked for Harris. I never worked. Oh no, I worked for Skagit for a little while. Yeah, but uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> they had a bingo hall. Bingo people are yeah. even worse. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Put all their stuff out there. They have their lucky dauber. Lucky Dauber. I just want to repeat that a few times. Lucky Dauber. Um, and if anybody else touches that Dauber, shit's going to fucking go down. So it's it's pretty amazing. I remember this is back in the 90s. So there, people would bring out all these different troll little dolls or they'd, they'd put out their lucky keychain and it yeah. had to be in a certain way and... Yeah, people are amazing. <laughs> now I'm having my see. Now ever since we had that discussion about me having my Jeff moment on the bus, you're describing the scene to me, and I'm having lots of Jeff moments of <laughs> yeah. walking around acting like it's a swap meet or something and picking it. How much is this? <laughs> exactly, dude. I'll, I'll give this. you two bits for this. 
stop. <laughs> but, no, people do amazing things when they think. Uh, we had one guy that mm-hmm. would, because we have a player's card, because like everybody, whether it's Hagen's or a casino, yeah. you have a, a, a guest card or a customer card. Right. And you have to put the card in and it tracks your points mm-hmm. and your play. And then, you know, you get f- cool free stuff with that. Yeah. Um, peep, this guy used to put in his card. Mm-hmm. Play for a bit, pull out his card, lick it, put it back in. Oh no! Oh god, yes. no! What? Yes. Oh, ew. Yeah, I just. Ew. That's causing like even a bad taste in my mouth. That no, that that caused me seizures. It was terrible. Oh god. Okay, so the thing that other people swipe their cards into, meaning their fingers and all their germs and gritty, and gross God knows stuff. where those cards are coming from. Yeah, I've I seen know. women pull that shit out of their underwear, out of their bra. <laughs> I've seen you know people pull it out of their wallet. Wallet in the bottom of their purse and like wipe <laughs> shit off of it. You know, people spill beer all over stuff. And yeah. eh, eh, we're gonna use it. Just don't don't use it after that guy. He's his lucky thing is that he stores it in his ass cracks. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh Never trust a plumber. Yeah, no, don't. That's but yeah, that's not good. That is <laughs> the lucky thing is hilarious, good. and that kind of goes along the lines of uh, you know people will kind of believe anything. They're just. Okay. They want some people just want to believe these strange and, yeah. and outrageous things that couldn't possibly fucking exist. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, for me at least, you know, I can I can see doing that from you know somewhere on Earth. You know, looking like you said, like looking at some location on Earth and saying, "Oh my God, it's some kind of you know." But, yeah, you you could do the but, same thing with the Death Valley or the Sahara. Right, just fly over and take pictures, and then you know fuzz them up a little bit and post them on the internet. Yeah. No, look at that; it's another planet. <gasps> but I see people. I could even, but even not telling them it's another planet, just saying, "Hey, that's the Earth," and they want to do that with that. I can understand because you're just looking at pictures of the Earth, but you're looking at pictures of another planet. Mm-hmm. You are one. Of the tiny, tiny fraction of all of humanity through all of history that has gotten to see this, and you're looking for, oh my God, there's a statue of Buddha. <laughs> like, it's like what? No, you're looking. Of at course, Mars. he beat the Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking laughing all the way to the bank. God, it's just like it's amazing enough without you know finding strange things on it. I it's yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> That's a th- that that is tied into like the the conspiracy theory thing because a lot of conspiracy theories come from I don't remember the term but the pareidolia is part of a, a bit there's another term that is like a an umbrella term that covers that as well and it's all about assholes assholes there you go <laughs> I didn't know the technical term but that's um like people who want who can find patterns in data where there aren't actually patterns. Mm-hmm. And so, so for some people, you know, it's a visual thing. For other people, it's like the conspiracy theories. Yeah. And it's like people don't want to accept that, like, uh, like JFK, like the president of the United States could actually be shot by a lone guy working on his own who just came up with the plan to do it. It's Which, always got to be... To be honest with you, would be the easiest way to do it instead of telling <laughs> anyone else you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always, yeah, it's always got to be like a, a plan. It's always got to be the, there was some secretive group behind it planning yeah, out every single thing, you know? And it's, it's like, well, guess got, what? Maybe he was just, he just did it. Well, you it goes know? back to those people who are like, well... Humans back then could have never built the pyramids. They had to have help. Mm. No, we did shit that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Greeks had automatic doors. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They had heating in their house. Really? That wasn't necessarily uh, a fireplace. I, oh, I had no They idea had all kinds that. of cool, awesome... They had animatronics. Yeah? 
that would move and stuff. They had steam. That's what do you think they used it? They oh, used okay, that yeah, kind right, of steam right. technology. Wow, that's weird. I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, though. they had all kinds of cool shit. And this yeah. is even before the Romans, and they had even more cool shit. Right. You know, the ancient man had lots of interesting, amazing things. Just like yeah. uh, here in the Americas, um, you go down here. They have uh, they have sewers in those cities down in Mexico. Yeah, in those yeah. ancient cities. Yeah. They it's had crazy. all this shit. It's just people think, oh, we're, we're so smart now. Oh, no, yeah. you just yeah. happen to know different things. <laughs> yeah, you may know more words than people did back then. Yeah. But they didn't need as many words. Well, one of the interesting, uh, I've, and I've, heard, I've read in this in scientific publications, but um, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a staple of sci-fi, which is to look at all the history, you know, the, the length of time that the Earth has been here. And you can actually... You can actually conceive of the possibility of entire civilizations building up, advanced civilizations building up mm-hmm. and crumbling into the dust, and then well, it would only becoming take almost one major. Uh, what do you call that uh, uh, big winter like thing? A, like a oh uh, ice age. It would yeah, only yeah, take yeah, one yeah. major ice age. There yeah. was t- uh, there's been several ice ages that basically all that yeah. was left of the Earth was the equator. Yeah, that's yeah. all that was left was the equator, and it returns, and just ground everything. It would down. return humanity back to you know it would be dust. primitive. And then you'd have to start all over again. And by the time you've built yourself back up, most traces or all traces of that is completely gone. Mm-hmm. So how do we know there hasn't been you know several cycles of well, advanced? The lizard people went underground. See? Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> But no, I, I often it drives me nuts to, that people underestimate our ancestors so much. Humanity's ancestors, I'm saying, not just yeah. white folks. Yeah. But <laughs> white folks were the dirtiest, nastiest, most moronic of all of those people. But I, I, I think all of humanity really had their uh, their own little. Uh, well, considering poor... considering considering like Europe, where most of the white people were from, mm-hmm. was still kind of in the, the diapers of civilization when like. China had things that actually predicted earthquakes. Oh yeah, they yeah. had all There's... kinds of cool shit. You know, they they basically built a big fucking wall while the Europeans were still like crapping in their pants over shit in the dark. You know, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> think about you know these other well, civilizations. In all fairness, the Europeans had to figure out whose god was the real god around the time of uh, the Europeans, at least the uh, mainland Europeans finding the Americas. Yeah. Um, the I think it was Incan or Mayan. I can I always get those two confused. I think it may have been the Mayan, the one in South America. I okay. think it was the Mayan. Yeah. That was the big, biggest empire on the planet at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, the yep. biggest. Right. There was more people and more landmass that was taken over by them than any other empire on Earth. That's what I love about the uh, you know, and that's you talk to anybody who knows anything about you know world. You know history of of humanity, and and you know they'll 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 mention the Mayan Empire as one of the early examples of civilization kind of mm-hmm. building itself up, and then you've got you know like uh, modern conservatives have got to take their little shot at them. Well, you know, oh, but they used to chop people's heads off and uh, pull their you know and kill them on top of pyramids. It's like, yeah, but they weren't the only ones doing crazy shit. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> not at all. It's like. Why Not don't you go ahead and uh, let's put everything on an even field then, if you want to? <laughs> Pretty much. What, what did they say? Uh, um, they, they did the math on like um, the beheadings in in when they found the Aztecs and like the annual beheadings. Yeah, yeah. That they would actually do um, from the because they um, uh, 
the Aztecs had uh, writing, and he wrote books, Moctezuma. Oh. He wrote books. He has books, and you can get them, well, at least in, in Mexico, they're pretty much every college-age kid has read them. Yeah. But uh, um, Interesting. Uh, mostly poetry and philosophy and things. Huh. Um, but uh, they, they have, of course, a lot of records. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, they, they compared London and England to the, um, put them kind of on the same even keel, and there was actually more um, state murders, like state-funded murders, like executions, oh, things like Jesus. that, in England at the in the same year than in uh, the other. So Europe, Europe, sorry guys, you're 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 not yeah, out. Yeah, you don't get to look down it, your it's nose. It's called old white guys writing history. Like, well, we did that too. You shut the fuck up. You know what's really interesting about all the uh, South American cultures. Um, is that? And I've always wanted to look at. I used to have an old book about this, and I wish I, I wish I still you should had get a it. new book. Probably, I, that'd, be, that'd probably be a good idea. Do they make new books now? They make new books oh, about this oh, shit. Okay. We keep learning about these people. <laughs> Imagine that. But I, I run across this from time to time, and it's um, there is a branch of archaeology that is interested in finding stuff Nemo. in North America. Oh. <laughs> yeah, in North America that predates um, even the Native American groups, because there's a, there's some beliefs that there were. And I know this is a controversial. If you bring this up online and people get really pissed, it's like, what are you trying to say? Native Americans weren't here for it's like, no, I'm not that's not what this is about. This is like they're oh yeah. There's no, actually that's some the big evidence. dick measuring contest yeah, between yeah. cultures. Like, and well, um, we were here first. Yeah, we, we know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But there um there's actually they, they occasionally uncover things, you know, that are like the design of things, like artifacts and stuff that should not be there, but they, yeah. they don't find a lot of it. They find little and, here and there. And that harkens back to uh, I was listening to one lecture, and uh, um, it was actually speaking to Canada Day. Eh? Yeah. It was they have an annual lecture every year that they do in Canada, and I can't remember what it's called right now. I'm sure our Canadian listeners would know. Huh. Um, but th- that year they did um, kind of a native peoples thing, of, but it was like the whole planet. And this guy did part of his lecture and it's a several day lecture yeah. part of his lecture was about the polynesians hmm. and how they most likely traded with the natives on this continent oh yeah oh yeah yeah but they also traded with asia yeah so yes you're going to find asian things from that era in on this continent but yeah. way the hell down south where most of the people were See, I think that's really cool. I would love the trade networks to, were immense. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it fascinates me the idea mm-hmm. that even before you know, because a lot of uh, you know in, in American history, at least the way it's taught, way it was taught to me, you know, the U.S. history starts with America. Fuck yeah, Indian, yeah. It was. It's always <laughs> like the the it. Indians were here. Indians, Native Americans. I don't know. Sorry. I don't. I don't want to offend anybody. By let's using let's the wrong go term. with uh, Canada Day, the first peoples. Yeah, yeah. No, I hate that fucking term. <laughs> Everybody I know who's a Native American calls themselves Indian. So I don't know what the right term is. I don't know. I know uh, working at a newspaper that Native American is the uh, is the term. But so um, um, I just find it interesting that as some you know I'm just being, gonna let you bury yourself. I don't <laughs> burying myself. I don't give a shit. I honestly don't care if yeah, yeah, somebody's offended. Um, but um, the uh, the having been taught you know that that's kind of like the the beginning right there that was the stage like the native americans populated the the continent or the 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 country and then the the pilgrims came along and you know all of the greatness started at that point but um i just i love the idea of of like it's almost like a a, i almost think of it like in movie terms as a prequel 
It's like that was the start of the story for me always, but now yeah. now I want to like go the story back started that. long. Yeah, I would long, love to see. I would that. love to see what came before that. What came before that was, uh, um, and I should uh, I should either send you if I can download that lecture. I will. It's it's an amazing okay, lecture yeah. about. Um, actually, no, it's a book. Um, I think it's called uh, fourteen ninety one. Um, oh yeah, uh, America yeah. before yada da, and it's it's done by a. Um, a I can't remember who does it actually at this point. I'm sure I could look it up on my phone. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he kind of details the Americas before and then right after um, uh, Cristo Cristobal Colon, which yeah. is his real name, not Columbus. Yeah, Colon. <laughs> Why can't Americans say that? Cologne. 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 Cristobal Cologne is the guy's name. He start to choke. Cristobal <laughs> Cologne. Why we change it to Christopher Columbus? He's like that sounds more white. That he is. was a white guy. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Chris C. That's what we're going Chris. for now. <laughs> <laughs> sounds more like Christ. I like um, that. But uh, um, right after he got here, and then you know they 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 conquistadors and and they made it to the, the um, smallpox and that disease ravished the entire continent. Oh. The entire continent. Yeah, yeah. There's speculation of maybe a hundred million people were perished at the time. There's some lesser, some more. Yeah. It's it's very debatable because there's really no census at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure the place was full. So when when mm-hmm. the 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 Mayflower folks got here, the place looked pristine, empty. Fish was just everywhere. There was game everywhere. Of course, there's thousands of people, hundreds and tens of millions of people dead. Yeah. You know, and eh, look, it's pristine land. Oh, those people are over there. We'll go over here and we'll be (laughs) friends until we want over there. So, (laughs) you know, really the story starts with with Christopher Christopher Columbus, Mm -hmm. Cristobal Colón. Cristobal. We should have a drink named after him, man. Um, <laughs> we'll call it tequila. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> they—that's they, really where the the story of the United States and all the countries here started. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But I would have loved to seen the floating city. That would have been pretty fucking fantastic. Floating city. Yes, the the Aztec city that they went to, where Mexico City is now, there used to be a big lake there. Oh, okay. And yeah, they yeah. Uh, they built uh, the Aztecs built a f- city, pyramids, huge ziggurats, the the, the whole the whole thing, floating uh, gardens all over the place. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, just an amazing, amazing, huge city. And the descriptions of it, I've read a few of the descriptions by the conquistadors, and it was like something out of a dream. Yeah, it was like amazing. Apparently, and yeah, it would have been absolutely you know canoes going back and forth, and and ugh, just amazing. We, we can't let these guys be more advanced than we are. What? <laughs> we can't let these guys be more advanced than we are. You know well, that. <laughs> had to do something had, like that. Had, had <laughs> people been nicer to one another, and uh, um, yeah. I can't what was the conquistador's yeah. name that went there? I can't remember his name now. Um, but had, he, had they been not so greedy, mm-hmm. probably some pretty cool things could happen. I, because, the, uh, because Moctezuma invited him in. He was like, oh, wow, all right, come on in. Yeah. Let's do this. And which is funny, um, that meeting when the Europeans got here is the reason that the, that civilization I was talking about fell. Oh yeah, yeah. because the illness traveled oh. all the way down. Um, if I remember correctly, the Mayan blah 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 whatever they were called um, 
the emperor's son died of that disease, and then he died, which left a power vacuum, and then, of course, war. Oh, jeez. So, wow. had the Europeans not come, none yeah. of that would have happened. And so well. when there's also a story of, uh, um, I can't remember whose ship it was. It was either, I'm sure it was either English or Spanish, but the ship that came up into this area um, from uh, kind of Northern California up through this area and, right. and out, they right. never really landed or anything, but they did, the, the places they did land, they described just whole villages empty and just bodies everywhere. Oh, no kidding. Decimation. Wow. And that was just all disease from the Europeans. Wow! Holy crap! So when I—that's one thing I always think of with with science fiction and stuff. People yeah. going to another planet. I'm like, we're gonna fucking die. You don't know what kind of disease <laughs> is gonna happen happen to you or happen to the planet. Yeah, that's that's you know that's a consideration. <laughs> Definitely, it's something so. to think about. Um, so, um, speaking of ancient uh, civilizations, um, <gasps> yeah. Bree posted uh, something yeah. to the to our little discussion group about a. Uh, what they found was a, in the Mesopotamian area, or the area of uh, what they call Uruk, or what's what's modern day Iraq. Um, I know you know where that is, America. Yeah, Iraq, yeah, that's over there in that other. Area. No, they didn't know where it was until about <laughs> you know ninety something. I used to love doing that to conservatives back in back when we first invaded. You know, yeah. they they talk about Iraq. Like they like they knew it inside and out, you know. And I just I know they were getting all that crap from like you know the typical sources. CNN, I would always just stop them and go, "Can you name two countries that border Iraq? Uh, Iran. Okay, okay. Or just name three cities. Got no one can one. name three cities. <laughs> it's like it's amazing, but yeah, everybody's Iraq every, City. I forgot. Just see if you you know if, uh, Americans are experts on Iraq. We do yeah. know that once place. once they've watched enough news, they're experts <laughs> on fucking everything. Anyway, get to the the awesome. But yeah, they the uh, they found world. this slab of stone that appears to be what um, is characterized as a pay stub mm-hmm. for uh, for ancient workers, and it shows that they were paid in beer, mm-hmm. which I think is really kind of funny. Um, especially since we've already talked about ancient beer and just how uh, how crappy it actually was. <laughs> yes, it was more of a food source than it was a, a, yeah. a source of entertainment. Yeah. It, it was it was rations to actually live by and on. Right. Cuz right. most of these people were most likely kind of conscripted into doing this, but they were still paid. They weren't necessarily slaves. But. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's um I just I, I think maybe that's a practice that might have to come back, you know. I would love it. I keep trying to convince my work to uh, put at least a uh, you know a kegerator in our uh, employee dining room, but <laughs> no go so far. I'll, I'll keep trying. Yeah, that's um, it. Can you be take it out of my it can be <laughs> No problem with that. People might have a problem getting their work done. No, it's they just really a, wouldn't. Actually, it's 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 kind of been proven that uh, yeah, you, you work a little bit better after you know one or two yeah relaxing drinks. It takes all the stress away. You go back. You just do your damn job. Yeah, probably yeah. care a little bit less, but <laughs> it's or, funny. Some people might care a lot less. It's funny, you know, working at a uh, one of the most interesting aspects of working at a newspaper is listening to, and there's not a lot of people left from from the really old days. Mm-hmm. But when I first started there yeah. back in the 90s, there was a lot of people who had been there for a very long time. Yeah. And I, you know, talking to some of those people about, you know, what, how much things have changed, you know, and about how basically everybody had booze stashed somewhere, like in their desk or in their mm-hmm. workspace, and nobody cared. So it's yeah. like occasionally they'd be having a normal a, thing, but even, yeah. none of those people drank so much that it affected what they were doing. Maybe yeah. a few oh, yeah. did, Probably. but those people were, were culled out of the herd already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's kind of amazing, though, that something that, like, I, you think about it nowadays. I mean, we've been really conditioned to think that anything related to alcohol mixing with work is like, that's really Oh, bad. in this country, alcohol is, is one of the big evils. Yeah, and it's just, I, it's Along like. Along with, what, uh, drugs, Hillary Clinton, and alcohol. Those are the big <laughs> evils in this fucking country. Oh, sorry, did I say Hillary? I meant women. I'm going to branch out a little bit. Um yeah, that's it's just funny. It's like the first time uh, back when we first started the podcast. I remember you you said with a very straight face once, it's like uh, why can't somebody drink a beer while they're driving home from work? And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of and I thought you were kidding. And then no. I, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I mean, if you're not drunk, you just got off work. You get one beer, you open it up, you nobody, sip it on the way home. Yeah. Nobody, nobody says anything gets, about coffee. Nobody gets or drunk. Or my cocaine. <laughs> And you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to drive when you're doing that stuff. Man, they're chopping it up, and oh no, you do. pre-chop that stuff. Oh, uh, you know, not if you're in a hurry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if you're in a hurry, you're driving a little messed up. You don't have time for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I thought the paste up was pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, the, it is cool. Uh, of course, um, another thing from one of my lectures about history in that in that area in particular, mm-hmm. the cradle of civilization is you know the, the Nile Delta and, and what the one of the where they speculate um written language comes from yeah. is actually people keeping track of of foodstuffs oh so yeah. the kingdom yeah. would take all the grain that they just got from the nile you know from their their the the nile delta they just got all their grain they put it in these these big huge stone pots they they seal the pots and then they put a mark on it Right. Okay. This is this much grain. Right, right. So they put an X. Oh, this is only half of it. So they put you know one slash, and yeah. then and so all of this had to more and more. You had to keep track of it. You had to keep track of it. So all of a sudden now they have uh, you know two slashes. This is twice as much as this, or you know yeah. whatever it was, and then yeah. it, it got more and more complicated. Right, right. So we can thank uh, um, uh, merchants for that. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, for for our languages and all of our <laughs> silly not our languages but our written written stuff. So that I thought that was kind of cool, and, and the fact that there's a pay stub from that era yeah. is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I, I love that they call it a pay stub though, because I'm looking at that. You know, with the it just if you look at the picture, it's just like this giant slab of rock. <laughs> it was stuff carved into, and I'm just it probably isn't a giant slab. It's well, probably it's, it's, you know it's it's a chunk of rock though. And yeah. I, so I'm picturing when I'm when I see that at first, the first thing I think of is is like a Flintstone type scene where somebody's trying to shred the, the their old paste. That's like it's like feeding some. It's getting chunked up into little. Better not shred that. You got to do taxes later. You oh, imagine doing taxes oh, back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I got to go back to the stone shop. What for? I'm doing taxes. Come on. <laughs> I was like uh, chiseling my taxes. I had my tax form. It was right here. It weighs 14 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I need page two. Do you know how hard it is to do taxes when numbers haven't even been invented yet? For God's sake, this is impossible. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All I got is an X and uh, like a line and another line. I don't know what the fuck this is. I drew a little man on this one. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I need an accountant. <laughs> What's little man, little bird, big stick? I don't know what that means. I'm going to have to go ask the tax guy now. <laughs> well, if you've made it past fifth grade math... <laughs> If you didn't go right into uh, pissery or whatever an ancient fucking job might be, I don't know. <laughs> what's your what's your what's your dad do? He's a pisser. So what? 
I don't think they. I don't know. The only reason I thought of that is because uh, uh, the Romans actually used urine to uh, bleach their clothes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it works. Apparently, they use it for a lot of places have used it, but it actually urine. works as a bleach. Yeah. Oh, okay. For me, immediately when you say that, I think if that was real, that was people convincing other people. You know, yeah, let me pee. No, it, 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 was it was a real thing. <laughs> Use pisses. Bleach. You keep telling me it's going to get the stain out, but it never does. Why do you keep doing this? I'm getting the feeling there's something. It just something. gets more yellow. What the fuck? Are you getting off on this? Is that what this is? What do you see what the next step is? <laughs> I think we've just invented sexual harassment. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, it's good stuff. Bleach. <laughs> Yeah, they used to use bleach. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm going to stick with Clorox. I mean, I'm just, you know, I don't want to. I've been pissing in a bucket for weeks. <laughs> Shit's going to get there, man. Get all those napkins nice and white. <laughs> you want to come they, over to my house for dinner? Do, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll hold off for a little bit. Um, do they pro- do they process? I mean, do they do anything with it? Or is it I, just literally- Not that I'm aware of, no. <laughs> somebody's... Somebody's loading up the clothes and is like, hey, come over here. Did you just have, piss a drink? In that, you? You have a drink? <laughs> Go piss in there. Oh, no, no, no. Just half a cup. <laughs> they probably used a lot of animal urine, I'm sure. Yeah. You, get, you, you can fill a bucket, or a couple of buckets with horse piss. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen those motherfuckers piss, man. <laughs> Woo! It's a flood. Like an upside down spring. But I would love to get paid in beer, at least partially. Yeah. That would be that would be Would you like to get awesome. paid in the beer that we're drinking right now? Absolutely. This is a fine beer. This is yeah. a, at least a three point five, maybe even a four. Yeah. It's a uh it's red feather, a session red India pale ale, which seems like it would be a lot of flavors combating, but it really kind of balances really well from Black Raven Brewing. Yeah. It's is um I'm getting a lot of uh like a, a caramel kind of uh taste in the background with this and a lot of the uh it's it's very hoppy um, mm-hmm. i'll say that um and i'm not usually a fan of of stuff that's that's really strongly hoppy but this is, I uh, think this the, is good. The, the hop notes really don't stick with you as much as yeah some you know i just had uh one of structures ipas and it was super hoppy but it was absolutely delicious yeah and uh that one really stuck with you but this these uh the super galena citra and northern brewer hops Hmm. So, interesting. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's my filler word, you know. <laughs> interesting. But uh, no, this is an absolutely delicious beer. Once again, I think Black Raven can practically do nothing wrong. And what a fantastic label, as always. These labels are just oh, yeah. gorgeous every time. Yep. So, they do some cool excellent labels. Excellent stuff. Yep. Mmm. Job guys, what's the alcohol? Four point eight. It's only four point eight. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, well, we're, we're starting low. <laughs> starting low. This was four point eight. This is four point eight. We we'll go to eight soon. <laughs> the night is young. <laughs> no, the other beer I got is eight. It's oh, Ruben's oh. Uh, um, Black IPA, ah, ah. and it's an eight percent. So we're gonna double this. We're gonna double down. Ah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Now, enough about ancient Mesopotamia. Yes, and pissing in buckets. <laughs> I keep doing that. I keep fucking with this. This is why I hold the mic. I'd much rather hold the mic. <laughs> All I can hear is like a, what sounds like an earthquake in my ears. Really? So, yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. 
So um, a, a little Star Wars uh, side track here, and unfortunately, Bree's not here. Because, well, maybe it's a good thing she's not here because uh, then this would be like this the would next, be a two way conversation next, at next, that point. Next half hour, um, I bring this up mainly because this was a uh, pet theory of mine after I saw Revenge of the Sith, which is that um, Mace Windu, which is uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, survives. You know, the assumption is that you know he gets his arm chopped off and blown out the window. But you know, it's just like window of that, what? I don't remember. Uh, it was like the it was like the big uh, the area. He was on a it. planet with an atmosphere, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. see that he's so, and uh, the last you see of him is just like going way out over the city, getting flung way out there. And I, I was just thinking, eh, he's a Jedi Master. He'll survive that. He'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, we see him so, jump from great heights before. And they yeah. Just, so and I I love that. And and the first time I saw the movie in the theater, I thought, you know, are they? Because I I knew the movie was going to end with. With Darth Vader in his suit, finally, you know, in his outfit, did it? I don't think it did. Did it? Yeah, it did. Oh, but, you know, the famous. No. I, I I stopped paying attention about the first ten minutes after that movie started. So <laughs> you're like, not uh, not into the the uh, the prequels at all. Didn't do it for you at all. Um, partly. I mean, the first one was novelty. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, the 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 character Jar Jar character was a little annoying, but it, you know, it was paced well enough. Yeah. It was okay. They established all the characters. And then the next one mm-hmm. was a relative nightmare. Like, half the movie was fucking amazing. And had, the second one, I believe, is the one with the uh, Yoda fight. Yeah. It had the Mace Windu fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had all the cool shit with the Jedis coming to attack the other people. It was the Attack of the Clones, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was oh, great. Yeah. And then the other half of the movie was these two brand new characters that were in the first movie, but now they're completely different human beings. Now they're dating. Yeah. yeah. And it was... That was... Gonna, oh, it was bad. It was just bad. And like half the movie, like I said, was fantastic. Yeah. But that half of the movie was more like watching somebody play a video game. Right. It was just one cut scene after another, one cut scene after another. One cut. At least the first movie was an actual movie. It had mm-hmm. a storyline. It went from this point to this point. Yeah. It, it had a pace. It kept going. And then it ended. Yeah. And that was awesome and wonderful. The second one was just kind of... It, it, it was almost like two movies. And then... The the cool part of the movie, you didn't give a shit about anyone because really the only one that you knew was was Obi-Wan and yeah. Jar Jar, and nobody cared about Jar Jar by that point anyway. <laughs> and and at that point, nobody really cared about uh, uh, Obi-Wan either. I mean, it, all these characters were just new. Yeah, And Yoda was the one you concentrated on, at least I did as a, a fan of the first movies, because yeah. you know who Yoda is. This may be young Yoda. Hmm. Still fucking Yoda. <laughs> we fucking love Yoda. And that fight with Yoda, oh my God, I would have paid a full price just to go watch that again. Yeah. Absolutely. Just that. Just don't show me the rest. Just show me that five minutes. <laughs> Good. I'll pay $10 to watch five minutes of this film. It's yeah. Fucking amazing. Mace Windu, care less. <laughs> don't care. Not well, not vested in that character at all because I, you don't get to know him. I mean, he's like, mm, are you sure about this? Yeah, that's are you true. sure about this? Yeah, that's true. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> the end. There goes Mace Window. That was his entire story arc. Well, yeah, uh, it, to some extent. I mean, he was already, you know, he was he was kind of a fully developed character by the time the whole thing started. So it would, there wasn't really a lot to follow with him. But um, mm-hmm. I, for me at least, I when I when I watched the the last of the prequels, that's what I thought. I kind of in the back of my head, I thought, oh, this movie's going to end with we're going to see how Anakin turns into Darth Vader. 
he's going to be in his in the whole outfit, and then Mace Windu is going to show up again, and we're going to get we're going to end the movie with a big blowout fight between these two. And obviously, we know who's going to win, but it would that would be cool. But it just and it was just like, oh, okay, no, and no, Mace Windu still alive. Thought that, yeah. Ooh, so I maybe don't, I don't maybe uh, um, uh, what's her name? Ridley's character, Daisy Ridley, I think is her name. Yeah, that plays the new Jedi girl. Ray. Maybe she's related to the Windus. Maybe we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. That's that's a possibility. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah. she's Obi Wan's like great great. I, I, that's my, like that. I, I, that's the theory that makes the most sense to me. But you know, everybody's got their opinion. But I don't know. I, 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 I know you guys. Like even Mike is way more invested in Star Wars than I am. Yeah. So and I love Star Wars. Nostalgia is huge yeah. with this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I just just not into the newer ones. The newer ones, you know, I saw once, twice, maybe. Yeah. And the last one, I think I saw once in the theater, and I was just so taken aback at how it was just cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene after cutscene, and that was it. Yeah. So yeah, now it was like going to what? E3 and watching all the trailers and making a movie out of that. Yeah. So as far as George Lucas, um, you, I know you're a big fan of the Indiana Jones series. But oh, that's huge. So what was this, how, how did you feel about okay? Indy and there's is also bigger for me than than Star Wars. To be honest with you, yeah. Star Wars just happened to be the first. I for me as as a kid, thing. I would put both those series on the same. Like on the same level, I I love both of them. But um, for I mean, how did you? What was your reaction to the to the new Indiana Jones movie, the Crystal? I Skull? loved it. Yeah, okay. I enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. I did was too. There, was I, there uh, cheesy little plot holes? Have you seen the rest of them? I know it's I, I don't. Uh, people were complaining about. I heard all the complaints before I even saw. Really, it. you think Indy swam all the way into that su- scu- scuba base or scuba base or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah, no. You yeah, know all, all, the, all the no yeah he drove the submarine no right, right. I I'll, I've always understood that those were supposed to be almost like um, comic books come to life and there's like a, there's that's a, what they're supposed to be did you ever was like an exaggerated element to I it it's supposed when to be I was a kid I remember when I was a kid um, in the seventies and early eighties yeah they would show the old serials from the twenties uh, thirties uh, and forties. Mm-hmm. On TV, like every Sunday morning, you would get a yeah. bunch of like it'd be Our Gang, which was part of that whole thing. Yeah. It'd be Flash Gordon from 1930. It would be all you know, Jane of the Jungle and Tarzan, yeah, and yeah. and it would be all of those serials. I loved those serials when I was a kid. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I, Indiana Jones is based exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah, those. and it's supposed to be comic books that have come to life. Right, and it's supposed to Old be comic books, It's supposed right. to be like over the top. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like um, always just. On the edge of like pushing what you could actually buy, what you could actually believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's supposed to always be this constant. Like people bitched about the, uh, you know, the refrigerator thing in the new movie. It's like, well, I know it was stupid. It's no been done real a thousand being. times in all these other movies you take seriously, <laughs> yeah. but this one just because it's indie. Well, and it's 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 supposed to be ridiculous. Oh, you, know? you don't. It's supposed uh, to be completely if I ridiculous. could have been jerking off in that theater when <laughs> when I saw. <laughs> I'm not saying I did. I'm not saying I didn't. Uh, <laughs> there may have been some strategic there, there may have been a bathroom break somewhere in there that I had to clean myself up with. But uh, uh, when when I saw his hat roll and the, the shadow of Indy, oh my 
God. Yeah. It was like when, yeah. I, you know, you went in, in 1999 in that movie, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. When oh, Star yeah. Wars started, you, all of a sudden you're like five years old again or six years old. And yeah. <laughs> it's the most brilliant, wonderful thing yeah. to feel that again, you yeah, know? Right, and right. that's what it was for. Indy was even bigger than Star Wars for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was, and I, I would love for them to make another one. And I, I have every faith in them. They'll, they'll. It's going to be a good time. Oh yeah, that's why. And that's partly why I brought that up is because the the news is leaking out that they're that there's that they're getting serious about making oh, another one. It's been one. leaking out for well almost a year now. They've they've been pushing it. They 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 said we don't quite have a script script yet. About a year ago, and then about a few months later, well, we're developing a script. And then yeah. a few months later, okay, it's been greenlit. Now we have to start hiring people, and that so takes months. So. I wonder if this is going to be. I mean, because George Lucas has uh, retired officially. I wonder if this will be the first one without his involvement. It'll be like the Star Wars movies. Maybe. Yeah, that's interesting. Absolutely. Um, huh. I'd be I'd be interested to see where they go with it because I, I thought the serialization, which is why people don't understand, like the second one. Yeah, the oh, second I, Indiana Jones. I love people the second one. don't understand. They're like, "Oh, it's the worst one." It's the fucking best one. I know, but they fall out of the airplane and land on the raft and survive. Yeah, yeah I don't care about that. But no, people just don't like it because it doesn't mesh with the first one. Like, oh, did, why is why doesn't it continue on? It doesn't have to. It's a serialized. Oh yeah, no, I, that story. Didn't even it, me at it, all. In fact, uh, um, I think if I'm correct, the second one actually happens before the first one. Yeah, yeah, it goes back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the the, I, the third one actually happens uh, a couple of years after this, the first one. Right, right. Yeah, I just, I to me, it's, it's like they're, they're supposed to be fun. Like they're supposed to be a roller coaster ride. They're like the the movie equivalent of a roller coaster mm-hmm. ride. That's all. Did it you really ever watch to be. Uh, the TV show Young Indiana Jones? No, I didn't. It was I, a great I've always show. meant to. Fun. Yeah, I've always meant to go back and check that out. But I don't I know how it would stand up, but it was it was a lot of fun. I've actually seen a couple of episodes um, years ago, uh, way back. But um, yeah, it's that's one of those shows that's kind of in my head. It's like someday I have to sit down and start yeah. watching all of them because I do remember enjoying it. I remember I remember thinking that. Um, it was going to suck because it's a TV show because that was back when a good you know most TV. But that's what didn't I have think a lo- Spielberg really shined on TV because yeah. that was like his second or third show. Do you remember his uh, Fantastic Stories or Amazing what was Amazing, amazing Stories? Story? Yeah, that was good. Was a great show, that which was, really was like good. watching Indiana Jones over and over and over again. Yeah. But it was these different stories with different people in different time periods. Was that was during that phase so where amazing. we went through a time where the, um, the Twilight Zone for some reason was having some sort of weird resurgence. And yeah, I remember they came that back was like the new Twilight Zone. Yeah, new, that was during that time. Out of those, the Twilight Zone and the Outer Limits, the Outer Limits was my favorite of the new shows. Yeah, Outer Limits was so. I amazing. didn't see that the one. The new Outer Limits was badass. Yeah, let's check that, that out. But uh, yeah, I remember the new Twilight Zone was a little bit of a letdown. I remember watching episodes of it going, "This isn't quite capturing yeah, the, the, the original." Writing that stuff, anyway. but Amazing Stories was was great. I remember, mm-hmm. I loved that. I was I was hanging on with that one, and I think that was one of those shows where it was like it came out really strong, and then it just kind of kept everybody, you know, just kept dropping yeah. viewers. I don't, I don't remember finally, how many seasons even lasted. I know you can oh, buy yeah, it a couple. on like Blu-ray, and you can buy it all in one set, and it's not really even that expensive. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah. it didn't last more than one or two seasons. It was short-lived, yeah, yeah. despite having a really big 
you know, premiere and, and people really being on board with it from the beginning, it, well, it kind of fizzled one of, out. One of the ones on my list from kind of that era is Twin Peaks. I'm, I've never actually watched the show. I did oh, watch yeah. the movie, which I love the movie, yeah. but I never watched the show. So the, It's, yeah, God, you got to watch it. <laughs> For me, that is, um, the, the, the re, I don't know if it stands, I haven't watched the show, I haven't rewatched the show since it was on in the 90s. I used to have it on, on videotape and I, I must have watched But nobody has series. a VCR anymore. Yeah, I know. I must have watched through the whole series though at least half a dozen times. And um I I mean for me it was kind of crazy. Nowadays it's very commonplace, but back then that that was the first show that I had seen where somebody came into the TV show and said we're going to make this as good as a as a movie. Hmm. We're not going to treat this like a TV show. Yeah. And Which that's did not what happened back then. No, never. And even stuff where they were trying to make it look like a movie, you know, it still was like, mm, you can tell I mean, it's a TV MacGyver show. MacGyver looked like Murder She Wrote. Murder She Wrote. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Three is Company, or not Three is Company, like Eight is Enough. And, you know, I yeah. mean, all of the Full House, all of these shows kind of had that similar vibe. And to I, them. I think it happened on accident because they weren't sure. Um, this is going to get into a lot of geeky Twin Peaks trivia, but they weren't sure if they could actually sell that as a, as a TV show. They weren't. They were thinking this might be a little too weird. It may not take off, and so they actually produced a, the first the first uh, the pilot episode was a movie, and originally it had an ending. Yeah, it was a TV movie kind yeah. of thing. It was an, the TV event. Is yeah, they called it and they then. and um, they they actually premiered it. I think it it was in Europe somewhere, and people in Europe like just went gaga for it. They were like, "This is awesome." Well, they were educated. Yeah, <laughs> but so that's when uh, the American networks were like, "Okay, this has a chance. Take that ending off, and let's leave it open ended and start and turn it into a series." So I think it was almost accidental that. Because so it was looked the fire like a walk movie. with me that movie or no no that was a no, that was that was an in cap wasn't it that was a movie that was made after the series that was was okay, over I thought yeah. so because that's the movie I watched and I thought yeah. it was brilliant I thought it was awesome it captured it, the spirit of the that original. was around my my descent into Lynchian yeah. um, funness. And uh, um, he, like, I think I started. It was around the time when like I started. I watched Blue Velvet. Yeah, it was like the yeah. early nineties. Kind yeah. of thing, you know, where where we started getting independent film. Yeah, and I didn't watch all the like independent film of that time. I started with like that stuff. David yeah. Lynch, right, right. Eraserhead, all that fun, fun yeah. games. That's uh, Twin Peaks introduced me to him, but I I took off. I mean, I, I found you know started discovering his other stuff, and I I was absolutely in love with everything. Yeah, I I don't think there's anything he's done that I didn't I didn't think was mm-hmm. great. Um. But the uh, anyway, yeah. What I was gonna say is, I, I think that I think that making the TV show look like a movie or giving it the quality of a movie was on accident because they originally made the first one as a movie, so they had to just keep it looking like that. No, it makes sense. Yeah, and I think and I think that kind of like it influenced other TV shows to start saying, well, why don't we try to look like a little bit nicer, or like a like a movie, like more realistic, like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd, so I think that's how that kind of got started. And you know, you see a lot of TV shows nowadays; they look they look amazing. Oh know, yeah, compared oh, yeah. to you know. It's, well, let's not talk about Game of Thrones. I'm oh no 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 no. I, was, I wasn't trying to say it. way <laughs> fucking behind on that. Um, I I drank a little too much and ended up uh, sleeping through the third episode and just we just never picked it up again because oh. for whatever reason. And a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, why don't we just wait and binge it? You know, because now it's over. Now we can just binge the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it, sometimes it's a lot more fun to do that. Yeah. So I was a little concerned, you know, having read the books, and then I then I came and caught up with the TV show, and then and you know at the end of the fifth season they had 
everybody said they had finally caught up and passed the books, but they actually had with some people storylines they'd caught up. Yeah, some of them they were still far behind. Like they actually still haven't caught up with Sam's entire storyline yet in the books. Yeah, they've gotten really damn close, but they haven't quite got there yet. Um, but um, my wife just complains that they uh, screwed up Jamie. How? Um, because his storyline in the books apparently is completely different from the oh, movie they, or the show. Yeah, so basically uh, he was this supposed evil character that kind of redeems himself mm-hmm. uh, in the books and in the show he's just kind of keeps doing the same thing yeah you know, yeah he I started so. to redeem himself and yeah. then uh, now he just wants to go back to fucking his sister <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh, I, you know it doesn't matter to me but. yeah but um I, I i i started in i won't give any spoilers or anything obviously but i i started into this next season a little a little scared i was like i i don't know if i want to watch this knowing that they don't that they don't know, they have nothing to guide them at this point, other than they they have been given a rough idea about how it's going to end. Yeah, and so it's just. And then uh, I I heard a an interview with um, David Benioff, um, who he actually during the interview he said that they spent a session with George R. R. Martin in a hotel room yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they did going over all the details. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Now I can <laughs> now I can watch this TV show and not feel like I'm getting. A potentially like alternate reality. He basically gave the writers spoilers. Mm-hmm. And uh, but now that he's rewritten that book seven times since he, uh, <laughs> God damn, gave man. them those spoilers. God knows what's going to happen. Did you watch that? Uh, I posted that uh, thing with him and uh, Stephen King. Yes, I watched that. Oh Isn't my that awesome? god, that was amazing, man. I love Stephen King so much. Oh, I do too. And that I'm whole conversation. Huge, to be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of his writings. Yeah, not really a big, huge fan of his writing. Oh, I, except for the Dark Tower, I fucking love the Dark Tower. Yeah, I, I immensely love the. Dark I grew Tower. up. I was just, um, I was absolutely fascinated with his stuff. You know, so for me and and George R. R. Martin, I would you know to watch those two guys on stage, and the reason I love both of these guys is yeah. because they are the one thing I I, I really hate about writers in general. Is they are they tend to get so far up their own ass and just like you know um, I'm a writer. I to be honest with you, I think so Martin big. is a bit up his own ass, but he's not kind so much of really he's... proud of that dick. And <laughs> I'm not sure. Like watching him and King on stage, and now yeah. King has had ups and downs and ups and downs and, and you can see the humility and the regular fucking guy and anyone that I've known that's met the guy yeah. every interview I hear with him yeah, he does not well, have that pretentiousness he doesn't have that like I just I am the best and everyone should worship me and that's what I'm talking he's about he's just yeah. a fucking guy and and Martin doesn't it's like he's kind of new famous Martin yeah. is well, so the, it's, the, it's just like this the fame is is affecting him. You can tell he probably was that guy. Yeah, but the the fame I think is affecting him. Well, I, I mean, I'm just speculating he, from what I viewed. He's worked in obscurity, you know, most of his life, and now he's got this huge, you know, this huge mm-hmm. thing going on. So, which I, was funny that he knew Stephen King long. They knew each oh, other. Yeah, back isn't when, that funny? Yeah, that's yeah. weird. But um, I, for me, you know, it's um. George R. R. Martin may have a little bit of that, but for like like a, a pretentious writer who was very precious about themselves would never at the end have asked Stephen King, you know, how the fuck do you write so fast? You know, because that implies like 
Like there's uh, that's that's the thing. In that fact, me. most of my favorite writers do write that fast. Yeah, yeah. Most of my favorite writers, like Neil Gaiman, he constantly has fifteen stories going. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just finished uh, one of his most recent ones, which I think was the um, uh, what was it called, The Ocean at the End of the Lane. He started that book when he was like fifteen. Wow. And uh, he didn't pick it up until in his forties. Again. And then continue to write it. So he just kind of had it there and let yeah, it Yeah, he simmer. had this idea, jotted it down, <laughs> shoved it aside, and then went back. I think that's the book. Because I, um, wow. I, um, I actually got the audiobook of that because he reads it, and it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, interesting. Fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. That's really but cool. Actually. I still have to that's... read American Gods before the uh, show comes out. So Yeah. I haven't read that one. Have you read that one? No, you've oh, recommended it to me. I've and read other the first people. chapter like three times, and I don't know why I couldn't get into it. But essentially, all the old gods have come to the states, and they're just doing their own thing, <laughs> and it's it's kind of their story, and it, that's just the gist of the first bit of it. Yeah. There's also another book he wrote. Oh, what was it fucking called? I can't remember. It was basically about an African spider god and his children. Yeah. Amazing fucking book if you ever get a chance to read it. It's yeah. absolutely fantastic. But he's one of those guys that just has stuff constantly going on. Right, but right, he's right. also one of those guys that is like, I have to take a break once in a while, but I have to treat it like a job, and it's fucking hard. <laughs> you know, it's fucking hard sometimes. But he's he's one of those like king that is is kind of down to earth and yeah. not really up his own ass, like you you, you so aptly put it. Yeah. Uh he's just just a guy, and you could actually approach him and just start talking to him, and he'll talk to you about whatever. Yeah, see, that's what I, I think George R. R. Martin would be like that too. You could just I think come so up on the street. I, you know, it's that that whole pretentiousness thing with with writers. I just, oh god, I just like they uh, but like who the, who are you talking about at this point? Daniel, just Steele? about I mean, any really? of them. They, no, they no. all think that they're uh, so many writers think that they're just so fucking important, and yeah. and a lot of them will. will god, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I don't. I don't read anybody. Anybody. Any writer that I get that kind of vibe off, like in an interview or something, I won't go anywhere near their stuff. So I can't think of off the top of my head. Hmm. But it's just. It's just that kind Dean of. Dean <laughs> I don't go by it around his stuff because I've tried reading it and it's terrible. <laughs> it is pretty terrible. I his think I read one of his good. books because it was kind of interesting, but I. Yeah. It wasn't. Really I mean, that you, good. Um, I do like Michael Crichton. I must. Say, he may, may put out some oh, ridiculous yeah. stuff, but some of his books are fun as hell. Like Timeline was one of the funnest books I ever read. I read it in like a day. Yeah. But it's it's an easy read and it's fun and inventive. Timeline. You know, he takes science and makes it science fiction, but also makes it fun and interesting. Right. So, it, it, it's a great book. Um, what else did I read? Of course, I read Jurassic Park. Um, Andromeda Strain, did I read that one? Or Sphere? I can't remember. No, I never read Sphere. I, I think I read Andromeda Strain, which was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, and several others. He's, he was a fun writer, easy writer, just easy to read and, and a lot of fun. Yeah. And actually a pretty cool guy if you hear interviews with him. Yeah. Yeah, well, the guy was a kind of like along the same lines of Miller that did uh, you know Mad Max and all those. He was a doctor before. Oh, no And kidding. then I think, I can't remember if, uh, I knew he was a doctor, doctor, like a proper hospital doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if he retired and then started writing or if he if he uh, kind of like quit the business or went off into something else and then started writing. But, you know, he started in what, the late 60s, early 70s writing. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. But, no, another fantastic writer. Yeah. So uh, that's very prolific, or at least was. Right. I mean, he came out with a book a year for a while. I think it was in the 90s. Yeah. It was like you couldn't throw a stone without hitting a Michael Crichton book. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, one of one of my favorite authors growing up, and and this is a guy who could he had earned the right to be kind of pretentious about himself, but he never was, which is uh, Arthur C. Clarke. Oh, and that was like one of my favorite. Uh, was he the one that wrote um, Pebble in the Sky? Was that Arthur C. Clarke? No, I don't think. Or was that Asimov? I th- I don't think that was Arthur C. Clarke. Um, okay, I I know I've read some of his stuff. He did the Foundation. Is that the guy? Arthur yeah, C. yeah, yeah. No, no, did. no. Uh, that was that was Asimov. That was Asimov. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, go ahead. With- but uh, th- you know that that guy was like a full blown scientist. He actually has there's a um, there's a uh, this is going to show you how much I, how much science I know. There's a, <laughs> there's actually uh, something to do with the Earth's gravity and a certain area of the uh, of the Earth Earth's atmosphere where something can. I know the idea is that it can it can stay in orbit there easy, more easily because of the way it balances. You know, there's a balance between gravity and all this stuff. But it's actually named after Arthur C. Clarke because he's the one that discovered it. You know, and so wow. that's a guy who mm-hmm. knows his shit, mm-hmm. and he could be he could be halfway up his own ass if he wanted to, yeah. or had wanted to, uh, but but wasn't. He was very down to earth about his writing, you know, and he mm-hmm. he had a lot of uh, you know a science background and and wrote hard sci fi, and um, yeah, it was just like a very very normal kind of guy. I could see him sitting on stage with George R. R. Martin and Stephen King and getting along with them just fine. Oh you yeah, know? you know, had he had, was he still breathing? I yeah. uh, no, unfortunately, he has uh, ceased breathing. <laughs> He's uh, gone on uh, to become the whatever the little star child floating uh, around in the bubble. N- another great <laughs> author, one of my very favorites, Ray Bradbury. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There in the nineties, I just chewed up everything I could of his. Yeah, I mean, just one after another after another, from the Illustrated Man to you know something Wicked to you know Fahrenheit, all that. Well, I think I read Fahrenheit in the. Uh, and really what uh, tipped me off, I think it was him. Yeah, it was him. Mm-hmm. He wrote, uh, in high school, we had uh, whatever class we had, English or grammar, whatever the fuck it was called, yeah. literature. Um, they gave us this big book that had a bunch of short stories in it, basically, is all it was. Yeah. And it was short stories by like Mark Twain, all the white people. Yeah. Um, and um, But a story that Ray Bradbury wrote was essentially from beginning to end an automated house. Oh, oh yeah. What is that? I've heard of that. And I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, and it's this automated house. The cleaning thing comes out and cleans yeah, the floor, yeah, yeah. and then da da da. And then this, this, you know, they clean up this dead dog, and and, and more pulls out. <laughs> um, the more you realize that an atomic bomb just went off, and the house is still just doing its job. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Okay, I'm thinking of something. Even else though then. everything's dead, yeah. the house keeps just doing its job. <laughs> So incredibly beautifully morbid and yeah. and just poignant, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, what was the the time travel one where the guy actually lies about time traveling, but it makes the Earth better? He lies about it. I remember the butterfly yeah. effect, which is a uh, no. Um, Ray Bradbury wrote a story um, basically about a guy who oh I've invented time travel and and phew, they make a huge deal of it. And all these people come and you know the, the and this is I think he wrote it back in the seventies or eighties. Yeah. And uh, and I think it's a short story. I can't remember exactly what it was. It may have been in one of his things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the Stingray something or something. I can't remember. But he calls it the Stinger or something. Is the the spaceship that's supposed to go fly? And it's this ship that goes. And then he goes. He basically comes around the Earth and comes back. Oh yeah, I traveled through time. And in the future, we gather together and we all fix the planet and we we are all living in harmony and everything. And then all of it comes to pass. And at the end, he's he's actually the one telling the story. He was like, I lied. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's actually really good. Uh, you know, that's, it was it was this wonderful story, and then yeah, yeah I just made it all up. That's um, that reminds me of people who uh, do like uh, a few years ago when people in Seattle were at were putting. Or was it a few years ago? It, could, it may have been a while back, a little bit further back than I'm thinking. But um, where the uh, the the uh, another great show monoliths. from the '90s, Ray Bradbury Theater. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. They use some of those stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the monoliths that people were putting up in Seattle. Like secretly, did you do you remember that? No. It was either in 2010 or 2001. I think it was 2010 because it seems more more recent to me than that. But I, I could be wrong about that. But somebody in Seattle was putting up giant monoliths like from 2001 secretly, like they would just show up out of nowhere. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and and people were like going like in the middle of a park or you know somewhere downtown or something. And people you would just couldn't be get like, away what with the that heck? in 2010. There's just too many cameras. Yeah, it had to been 2001. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I bet it was 2000 because I wasn't here in 2001. So yeah. I was in Mexico. I so. I love that kind of stuff because it to me it's always like um it's one of those little uh it's a great piece of art and it's a great way to remind people you know in the middle of your your shitty day where you're you're trudging off to work and you hate everything about it and it's like to see a monolith from, from 2001 suddenly out you know i think that's a cool idea it's like remind people that like there's more to life than your you know there's more beyond your little bubble of what you go through every single day i think that's really cool and there's um one of my favorite examples of that and speaking of ray bradbury this ties into him was um i don't know if you've ever heard of these called the toy and be tiles have you ever heard of Toynbee Convector? Yeah, Isn't well, that that's the name of it. That's the tiles refer to. Yeah, it's the it's the. That's the name of the story I'm talking about. The Toynbee Convector. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, all right, okay. Then maybe then I have heard of it because that that sounded familiar when you were describing mm-hmm. it. I okay. think it's called the Toynbee Convector, if I remember correct. Well, okay, look it up. Go yeah, ahead. look it up while Good. I talk about the talking. Toynbee tiles. Uh, somebody, and nobody has has solved this mystery. Has. Um, uh, they they keep finding these tiles embedded into the cement of like streets and sidewalks, mm-hmm. and they are little tiles that are made up. They're almost like a, a mosaic of little pieces of uh, like uh, glass and ceramic and stuff, and they're just they're embedded right into the cement. And so there's a big mystery about how does it get embedded into the middle of the street? And they're little squares about eight by eight inches, and the mosaic spells out something about the toy and bee. Something you know, there just be these kind of mysterious messages that make no sense, and they have shown up all over the place, like they're in New York City, and um, mm-hmm. I think there's there's a couple, there's one in California. I mean, they're just all over the place, and nobody knows how they got there, and they're and they're actually embedded into it as if they had been put there when the when the concrete had been laid down. Mm-hmm. So it's like this huge mystery. People are like, "What the? How did that get there?" And what does that mean? What are the, what's the toy and be thing? And it's funny, you can actually find them um, if you look it up oh, so online. This is a real goddamn thing. It's a real thing. It's so funny. Yeah, and um, I don't know if it's an artist or some somebody who's just kind of a nut doing this, and they've figured out how to get these in, you know, embedded. But you can actually go on Google Street View, and there's a, a few of them. You can actually see them just from the Google Street View from the photos. You can look down, and you can, you know, obviously you can't see them in much detail. But you can you can see where they're embedded, like right in the middle of intersections and stuff. Yeah. Busy intersections, like right you know right in this area where nobody should have been able to go out there and do this long laborious task of like carving out a chunk. And but you would be really surprised at the shit you don't notice oh, that yeah, most people yeah. will never notice. All they had to do was go by there one day, with some even during the night or before everyone starts walking around, chop, yeah. chip a few bits off, keep walking. 
And then people during the day wouldn't even notice that. It would yeah. just get bigger and bigger, and then pff, all of a sudden it's there. And, the, and there, you know, there are people out there with theories about how it's done. You know, people yeah. have studied these and looked at them. Go, I think we we know how they managed to get that in there so fast. You know, yeah. and try to spoil the mystery. For me personally, that's it's kind of like, shit I would do if I was stupid rich. Is that kind <laughs> yeah, of bullshit? Yeah, I, I would love, do the Toynbee Convector thing. I love which the, is funny. The Toynbee Convector yeah. is a short story first published in Playboy magazine. Oh yeah, in 1984. Hmm. Interesting. Which was eventually a an episode in uh, Ray Bradbury Theater in 1990. Wow. So there you go. There you but go. that's awesome. Somebody <laughs> actually went out of their way to uh, do this awesomeness. Yeah, that's. Um, I've always loved the idea too that that's that's another example of one of those art forms where you know somebody just going through the the routine of their life you know happens to look down at the ground and sees this bizarre message, you know written on this tile that's embedded for some bizarre reason into the ground. I love that. I love that idea. There's a, there's an old concept of a um of a koan. It's a, it's an eastern concept of, you know, it's like the what is the sound of one hand clapping or if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around does it make a sound? That kind of thing. Those kind of questions that are designed not to be answered but to sort of knock you out of your normal thinking for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um that's I mean that's just all those what are. Who's the color of George Washington's white horse? <laughs> Who's buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> when me, was the War of eighteen twelve? I'm googling it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what? Uh, <laughs> speaking of mystery, let's mystery. talk about the mystery of the deliciousness that is this Rubens brew. Oh my god, this is good. This is a four and a half of five. Yeah, it's a definitely. This a is okay. I'm going to say it. This is this is just as good, if not better, yeah. than Hop in the Dark. Ooh, it's the Ooh. same kind of beer. It is fucking amazing. It is really good. It's um. So what wow. is it? We haven't said what it is. It's the Rubens. This Brews. is the Rubens Brews Cascadian Dark Ale. It's an imper- black imperial IPA, mm-hmm. which gives you the eight percent alcohol. Yeah, eight point one. Apologies, I missed the point one. Sixty-eight percent. Sixty-eight percent. Sixty-eight IBU, which means it's going to be a little bitter, but I like bitter. Yeah, I do too. I, I think this is and right on. Unlike uh, other breweries. They just keep describing shit all over the bottle. These guys say, thanks. Thank you for choosing Rubens. First thing to say on the bottle. Yeah. We hope you enjoy drinking this brew as much as we enjoyed crafting it. Come visit. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> the rest of it doesn't matter. They said thank you. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, really. Yeah, this is this is surprisingly good. It's, um, it is an amazing goddamn I think beer. it is. I think um, I, it's what Brandon would call chunky. Because I'm getting like a uh, chunkiness to it. It's not unpleasant. It's not. I think that's oftentimes used as a criticism. Negative it's not criticism. like sh- peanuts in the shit chunky. It's 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 a good smooth <laughs> peanut butter chunky. <laughs> yeah, let's be clear about that. That's definitely no. <laughs> this is this is more along the lines of you know uh, 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 cookie dough in your ice cream chunky. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's a pleasant yeah. chunky. That's a pleasant that chunky. A very pleasant chunky. <laughs> Should I turn on the baby making music? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell no. I'm going to make my own baby making music. Uh, Sorry, I'm back. So that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't know who that was. Did a little, did a little uh, detour there. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, but this this beer makes me want to feel that way. That's for sure. Yeah. This is Ooh. a. This is so. This is a. What is it? It's a black imperial. It's a Cascadian dark ale. It's a black imperial IPA. Okay. So this yeah. is uh, like a black IPA, 
So I mean, it's it's bloody delicious. Yeah, this tastes like something that would fit right in on uh, Black Friday. You know, it's it like would. A, it's a yeah. I have to head back to uh, Elizabeth Station is where I bought these two brews. Yeah, but um, technically, I mean, that's not that, another one. I mean, it is a dark beer, but is that considered a, a dark? I guess a dark ale. See, this is where I don't. Know well, the, it's I written know on the, top uh, of it. It's written right on the face. On but top it's not of a it. it's stout. It's written on the face. Cascadian dark ale. Yeah, but it's not a stout. Is it a dark ale? I don't know. Let's read the bottle. <laughs> it's a black IPA. No, yeah. it's not stout yeah. necessarily, but it's dark enough. I can't see through this shit. No, I can't either. And, and, uh, and like I said, and, um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I am. Too. Oh my god! I wish I could get more of this. I want it. Oh. <laughs> we just needed a moment there where we were enjoying it. <laughs> I'm done. It's okay. We're, we're cool. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, cool. yeah. So, uh, yeah, no I've, embarrassing. Nothing is embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like we're approaching the the final <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> final. I don't know about final thoughts. This is my final thought is not quite done yet. No. <laughs> yeah. Just enjoying the beer. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> also, uh, oh, I was going to mention something. Yes. And I don't remember what it was now. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I have something to mention, which is um, the, uh, I've noticed some stories recently in the... Uh, it's a five. The beer's a five. Five? You rate that a five? Fuck yeah. I give it a four. I give it a five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this got really intense, this <laughs> right <laughs> I feel like you're gonna stab me for disagreeing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll give it a five too. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, what man. Say? I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Uh, there's been some stories lately about um, disappointing sales in the craft beer market. Oh, uh, yeah. You mean it's been saturated to the point where there's not enough people to buy the shit? Well, the, the stories, the stories that I found. Have you online, been to Elizabeth Station? Yeah, no kidding. I, I don't. I don't know if I buy it. Um, I guess if they have the same results for the next year. The problem is it's not growing as fast as it did in previous years. Which, so. which of course, people are saying, wow, it's failing. Mm. Well, no, that doesn't mean that. It's just it's grown to the saturation point. Yeah. To where we now, uh, in Whatcom County alone, what, we got 13 breweries? Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure that the population yeah. can sustain 13 <laughs> breweries. They need a few more uh, beer We podcasts. need a few more alcoholics if we're going to be doing that. <laughs> I know a couple, but... We can recruit some. <laughs> we, yeah, we could go to other countries and recruit that shit. Yeah, yeah. Get That'll rid work. of those uh, other beer drinkers. <laughs> um, but I really think the market's just been saturated. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a possibility. Um it's still six. The, the the articles note that it's sixty six percent growth this year in the market, which is considering how big the beer market is, that's unbelievable. That's huge, and considering how much you know uh, market share that the craft the craft brew has had over the you know has has mm-hmm. eaten up. Oh yeah, over the last year. I mean, it's still it's still amazing. They haven't lost ground. They well, they're in the teens, gain. aren't they? And like eleven. Yeah, 12% I can't of the beer. find an exact amount. I can't find the right number from anywhere. Um, some places say twelve, some say twenty one percent. I don't know, but somewhere in that range. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And plus, I would like to know. None of the articles clarified. You know, um, whether InBev buying up a small brewery now does that count? Do they take them off the list and suddenly that becomes well, InBev sales? Like us, no. Yeah, I don't that know. That doesn't count, I don't think. But, but is is InBev breaking those sales out for the public to say, oh. But any any bean counter 
you know, economist, I would don't think would give a shit unless they loved beer enough. Well, to be honest with you, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just I suspect that a lot of these companies being bought up means that they're not being counted as necessarily as a as a craft beer sales anymore. So my my kind of pet theory about this is a lot of these companies being bought up by InBev aren't counting as that. And so even though there's still growth, it's not as much as it was. And that might be part of it, but I honestly don't think they would delineate between yeah. either. I, yeah. I don't Maybe think not. They would. Maybe I'm wrong I about that. I honestly don't think But that. one interesting uh, stat that I, a fact that I found out was that uh, in 2013, there were 2,500 breweries in the U.S., and this year, we're up to 4,300 nationwide, <laughs> which is nuts. That's, That's what, like almost 30 something percent up? That's yeah, it's 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 um, well, I mean that's they You go from 3500 to almost 4500, that's well 2500. It started at 2500. 25 Oh, sorry. I thought you said 35. Oh, yeah, yeah. It started at 20 That was me hearing the beer again. Or maybe I, I apologize. Missed, I, missed I have beer in my ears. <laughs> but yeah, that was 2013. That was 2500 breweries, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were approaching double. Wow. That's yeah, that's 50% more. Yeah. So, I I don't know that there's it's any It's growing everywhere. Yeah. Uh even uh Looking at uh, what was it? I can't remember now. It, I think it was BC. Yeah, I, I went to go look every once in a while. I check BC for their breweries. Yeah, and every time I check, which is a couple of every couple months, I'll go because we're so close to the border. Like Fieldhouse, if we ever get a chance to go there, we're going because it's an amazing place and it's amazing beer. And it's in Abbotsford of all fucking places. (laughs) But more and more, they just keep popping up everywhere up there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing. It's it's I think it's awesome. I think diversity is always good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any situation. Well, you know, and I I think about except for religion. Fuck them. Yeah. No, we don't need that. But um, a, a, a comparable market to this would be the like the smartphone market. It had the same thing. It had the explosive growth, and then it slowed mm-hmm. down because everybody who's going to own an Android phone or an iPhone has one. Mm-hmm. Everybody who's happy with a flip phone, they're not looking to jump, make any kind of jump, and and spend more money when they can exactly. get when they can get the Coors Light of of phones. <laughs> they're happy. Hey, but, hey! <laughs> never underestimated uh, a Shutterbug. Yeah, I know. <laughs> got the big big number so you can see him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. The old people phone. Come on. Yeah. Don't you get those commercials? Uh, uh, no, you haven't seen those? The uh, shutterbugs? I'm sure I probably have. <laughs> yeah, they're they're basically flip phones for old people. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have like a fourteen dollar a month rate because all they're gonna do is either text their grandchildren once a month or, you know, yeah. Call their call their whoever. Right, they like right, my mom. Right. She she just texted me today. Oh my god. so you start off in life with like the they have the kids' phones that are like that. Yeah. Then then at the end of your life you get the kids' phone again. <laughs> it's just this time it doesn't have a string and when you pull it it doesn't ring. <laughs> It doesn't have wheels. It doesn't have wheels either. <laughs> That's kind of depressing, though. <laughs> I can uh, imagine we're. I mean, right now, you and I are using these smartphones. Right? Yeah. You, you're an i person. I'm not quite an i person. Right, right. Um, I'm an Android. You're an i person. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Why I've are got we fucking in, robot legs, bitch? Why are we in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, think about it. What? 
what the fuck? Are we still going to be using these when we're in 25 years? Are yeah, we still going to be using them like, I don't understand this plastic thing. It's on my wrist. I don't, I don't, just give me my iPhone. So much simpler. Oh, but yeah, you know, uh, 20, 30 years from now, when we're just uh, geezers, you know, and the phone, all this technology has moved into like a cranial implant and all the kids are running around just doing you know stuff with their eyes. Have you been reading? I know you see it, but have you been reading any of the stuff of uh, uh, that I post on the, the, the Shadowrun stuff? Um, no, no. Because that's kind of where we're going. Oh, really? Oh, okay. With yeah. the AR, because everything's AR. Yeah. Okay. Like if you did not have your AR on, because yeah. essentially they're, they live in a wireless world, huh. Where your AR is communicating with you and initializing these visions in front of your face that is being displayed by all of these nodes and points oh. out here. Okay. So in Starbucks, in real life, if you turn your, your AR off, it's just a blank facade. <laughs> Nothing there. But as soon as you turn it on, it's like this boom, giant coffee cup turning and turning, and everything's going. And I honestly think we're going that way. It's like the. I mean, Google Glass is just the infancy of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know, we're kind of heading in that direction. That whole augmented reality thing is is definitely yeah. That's definitely going to become. No, I suggest you read some. You don't have to read the history and shit, but I suggest you read some of the stories. Yeah. Are absolutely amazing because I posted some of the stories and they usually have titles like "Too Little, Too Late" or or this, that, or the other. Oh yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Read some of the they're super short stories and they're yeah. just fucking. I just read one in one of the books yesterday. Blew me away. It was so fucking good. I mean, okay. you got people's character and you got the plot point and you understand the technology and you understand what's going on and it's just yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Just awesome. So just yeah. please go ahead and read those. But sorry. But yeah, when we're geezers, we're not oh, going to oh, understand yeah, what the yeah. fuck's going on. No, we're, yeah, we're going to be demanding, you know, these. And and it's going to seem quaint and... Uh, mm-hmm. oh, the, the of course, whole. these will be like this. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a piece of paper. I'm holding up a piece of paper to my face. It's pretty much what they'll be at some point. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll eventually have these things inside of us or on us or or there will be something going it on. It seems like that would be the next leap. I mean, I know for a lot of people that must be... I, I, I would think a lot of people would find that completely unacceptable, the idea of embedding technology into themselves, but... Where else can it? I mean, that's obviously where it's going. That is where it's going. I mean, yeah. we're we're developing limbs now that people can feel, yeah, and touch yeah. and move with their mind. Right? Isn't that weird? I mean, that's crazy. That's that is that is the infancy of that. Yeah. And when that becomes a norm, and that's one of the next games I want to play. Right now, I'm playing Dishonored, which is an awesome game. Yes, I'm three years behind. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, right now, the next game I'm going to play is Deus Ex uh, uh, Ex Machina. Something oh, okay. like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, you know human ev- revolution, human evolution or revolution. I think it's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And so that's basically what it's about. Humanity has become so technologically advanced that when does human stop being human and and the other? Because people have so many implants, they have so many things augmenting their person. Yeah. That are they truly human at some point? Right. Right. And that that's what the whole thing is about. Yeah. So and it looks awesome, by the way. Apparently it is awesome, and they're making another game that actually takes place after this. But exactly, that's where it's going is 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 human implantation, 
uh, and or genetics. See, that's when the concept of a computer virus gets really scary. Get it, uh, get it, what? <laughs> that's when the concept of a, of a computer virus gets extremely scary when it's mm-hmm. inside your head. <laughs> like I said, read Shadowrun. It's okay. pretty yeah. awesome. Okay. I will, I will it's an amazing that. world, and I think you, once you start reading about it, you might want to come play because <laughs> it's super techno fun yeah. awesomeness. Yeah. So. So we are we are approaching two hours, yeah. So I was thinking we're at two hours. What the fuck? We're almost there. We're almost there. Is it? Jesus Christ! Six o'clock. Final thoughts. Um, this this beer was a surprise. This beer is no. I don't think it was a surprise. I saw Rubens, yeah, and I saw Imperial uh, Black Imperial IPA, and went, "This is going to be fucking fantastic." Yep. I was not disappointed. No. Were you disappointed? disappointed. I'm thinking back. Um, No, I don't think I was disappointed. I think I was. I think it was full. It's a five. <laughs> it's a f- five. <laughs> I'm gonna go with four. Five. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, final thoughts. You go ahead, sir. Take it. Final thoughts. Um, I think six percent growth in the craft beer market is just fine, and we're not judging you, craft beer. It's fine. No, we're literally judging craft beer. <laughs> That's exactly what we just did. Okay, well, I mean, we kind of are judging you, but we're you know we're on your side, man. But we're only judging you one at a time, not as a whole. That's true. That's true. We wouldn't judge your whole. So <laughs> anyway, and your final thoughts? Um, my final thoughts. This beer is fantastic. Please run out, grab yourself a Rubens, if possible. Look it up online. See if you can order it. Call them. Get yourself a Rubens now, not the fucking sandwich. (laughs) (sighs) But my final thought, love you all. Hope you uh, get somewhere. Oh, by the way, we were talking about, uh, I remember what I wanted you guys to look up. If you get a chance, Google um, R. Martin... um, with Stephen King, watch that video. It's wonderful. It's brilliant, especially yeah. if you're into either of them as writers. And uh, they're currently in New York filming The Dark Tower. Um, you can go online and see some things about that, uh, including the uh, neighborhoods they're shutting down to film <laughs> The wow. Dark Tower. So, very cool. Well, I think we're living in a great age, and I can't wait to see Warcraft in a couple of days. And uh, good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Go to bed. Yes, the power of Christ compels me to start each day with some satanic toast. I don't know what the problem is. It's not like eating Satan's toast is having any kind of effect on me. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Jeff is full of bad ideas. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't even started with that. This is only my first beer. <laughs> oh, they get worse, trust me. <laughs> exactly. They get much worse. <laughs> you ever seen me and Dave together? Oh, yeah, shit goes I have, down. I have, I have witnessed. <laughs>
I have the PTSD to show it. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Was it uh, High Low Red Black that we're playing, oh or was it Toblero? God, you guys get going with those fucking games, man, and it's just like God. I can't. I can't keep up. Uh, yeah, which one is it? The um. I think it was High Low Red the Black. High Low Red Black. That's nasty, man. That's that a good is game. That doesn't, it's a good game. That's relentless. Everyone thinks they're good at it when they first start, oh, and then yeah. it just gets worse Yeah, worse. Well, you know what? The, the worst part about that is that I never really understood the rules until a few months ago when you mentioned it somewhere, and I thought, you know, I don't know if I ever actually understood the rules because <laughs> I've always been drunk when somebody's explaining it to me. So I actually looked it up, and I was it's like... It's in going, the name. Uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, no, there's a little bit more to it. You know, the ability to pass along and, yeah. and, and all that. But that wasn't registering with me, and I was like, "Well, no wonder I suck." Well, you never tell so people badly. they can pass. <laughs> <laughs> you just let him go. I just, yeah. I mean, that's that was part of why I, I guess I thought I was so bad. Oh, at you this. got twenty three drinks. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remember the pass option next time. That's, uh, I think that's. Hopefully, this is the next time. I haven't played that game in forever. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, I haven't played it in forever either. <laughs> but you notice I have no, There's no wistful tone in my voice. <laughs> True enough. It's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good game. I don't ever remember playing it, but good game. <laughs> <laughs> High low, red, black. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, remember. <laughs> See, Jeff, that's a normal reaction. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, like the guy that never came back to our house. Somebody brought a friend over, one of our friends. I think yeah. it might have been Lucas. Brought a friend over, and we started playing Tablero. Mm-hmm. He never came back. <laughs> he never came back, meaning... No, he didn't die. <laughs> he just was like, never take me to that house again. I hate you, and I don't want to go there. And he never came back to our house because of Hilo Red Blank. Oh, that poor or No, guy. no, because of, because of Tablero, not Hilo Red Black. Tablero is a pretty fun game, too. Tablero. Now I haven't played that one. It's a good game, but yeah, yeah, that one actually sounds like a lot more fun. If you have a lot of people present, that mm-hmm. one sounds like that one's a blast for it you know. Is. If you have a, a big group, be. yeah, absolutely, yeah. But <laughs> so we got a fifty-fifty chance on Jeff being clumsy as fuck, no matter what, because yeah. I'm just naturally clumsy, not as clumsy as my mother. My mother's really goddamn clumsy. Yeah, I watched her. Uh, didn't really watch her. I was. I was. Next to her, and then I ran ahead because I was a little kid, and we're in the mall yeah. in Skagit County. And outside of Payless or whatever the hell was there in 1970, up, they had these huge columns for some reason. It looked like it was blocking the store, if I remember. And for me, I was a little kid, so they looked huge to me. They were probably, I don't know, you know, normal column yeah. size, whatever that is. <laughs> Not Greek column. A but, standard you know, column, yeah. Standard concrete it. column. <laughs> you know, the 1970s mall. Yeah. Um where <laughs> I ran ahead and I went in the store looking whatever toy and then I turn around my mom had walked right into the goddamn thing oh my face. god <laughs> god oh. damn things that come out of nowhere <laughs> mom it's, it's there every time we come every time we come here it's right there so what so. did she she can't. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. Not in 1970. Edited on. No cell phones. Sorry. So she, but she. So she was just walking around bleeding. <laughs> no, oh. she got it cleaned up. Oh. We went to oh. pay less, and she got. Well, the way you described it, it just sounded like she <laughs> bonk. Okay, I'll keep going. <laughs> just bleeding all over the place. No, but she'd get pissed and start cussing at the 
the the column or whatever she ran into, and then she's she's fallen down several times. When I was a baby, apparently she she dropped me off of a porch, <laughs> like oh. your guys' porch, but the old houses, so it was a little higher, right? So like six seven feet, you know, oh, just Jesus. Oh shit! <laughs> Ran down into the bushes. Pick me up. Is he okay? Is he okay? Okay, he's okay. <laughs> he's fine. Just, yeah. just I think that. I was about six months old. She said so. <laughs> he just tossed me off the porch. <laughs> and then, then when I was a bit older, I think uh, she said, "I don't know." I think it was one and a half, maybe two. She said, and she, you know how kids will just like uh, just lay out and sleep in yeah. your arms, so you're they're like this. <laughs> she tried to walk through a doorway. Oh. <laughs> Both sides, head and feet, just oh, whack. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God, that's funny. She said, ah, you didn't wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. You knocked me out. So child abuse for me was just accidental. There was no oh, actual God. beating involved. Was just... But you're tired. <laughs> you know, as a parent, sometimes you're really Oh, yeah, tired. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's how I rubbed chili in my daughter's eye when she was a baby. <laughs> I just got. You know how you chop chili and like you you don't think about it. Like two hours later, you're not thinking about it anymore. And and she was like, she had got something in her eye and it was a little red. And I went, oh no! (laughs) And of course, she just starts screaming. I'm like, oh no! Oh no! What do I do? What do I do? I'm like, nothing. I can't. (laughs) I did like three times. I washed my fucking hands like three times, and then I went and washed them again, of course. Oh, God. And then... And I gunk and chilies. Yeah, I gunk and chili, and then I proceed to wipe my own eye, and then it happens to me. Oh, so, oh, yeah, there's the instant yeah. karma on that one. That's a great I look back on that now. And With think. your first one, did you ever... I, this is a shit I did all the time when she was a baby. Yeah. Like, creep up to the crib... See if she's still breathing, like oh, poker. Constantly, <laughs> constantly. I know, but I yeah, did. I said, you guys have said that before. Like, I did that though. And then yeah, and then you get the second child, which is like, who cares? Fucking sleep, thank God. <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, I'm getting I'm sure. If we had a second one, and be like, yeah, it's gonna die. It's gonna die. It's amazing. I mean, the difference with me and Deanne. We <laughs> At were. Least we got another one. Deanne and I were really like your almost typical paranoid everything you know it's like just constantly like yeah. oh my god what's what's my going wife on? wasn't like that i yeah. was like that i was constantly yeah. like poking her like i'll wake up <gasps> in the middle of the night run over to the crib and like yeah. poke her. okay she moved <laughs> i know that's it was so dumb but yeah and then that's why um for me at least i mean i loved raising both the kids but for me at least the uh, mason was always a lot more because it was just, we were just so mellow we were like chilled yeah. out about everything it was like okay he's fine <laughs> right on. no big deal it's like everything wasn't a crisis. Crises. <laughs> Crises. Yeah, he's been crying for four hours. Who cares? <laughs> oh, no, that was the okay. thing that was like, yeah, just let her cry, fucker. <laughs> well, that's, Good for that's, that's that's coming up now. Oh, so. no, that's now, that's now a new thing. Um, letting children cry it out. Cry that's it out. That's bad for them. That's bad for them. That's bad for them? No, you it's not. Be doing it. You shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, that's I, just, I, No, my that's daughter has a tantrum. Out. I'm like, go to your room. I don't want to listen to it. Piss off. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good for their future self esteem, career choice. (laughs) Guess what? You get no self esteem until I tell you you get a self esteem. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You can have a self esteem when you can pay for it. You can have a self, you can have an esteem. You don't get both. (laughs) 
Okay. Should so we we're, start this? Yeah, anytime you want, really. It's, really? Um, anytime we, I want? We've got 18 minutes now of pre-podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so feel free to start. I will, sooner or later. <laughs> I want to write this I down, feel, man. I can't, I can't remember what I was going to say. Hold on. Okay, it's coming you back can, to me now. Do you need it? Back. Okay. It's coming back to me. I had a beer before I came here. Yeah? So... I went to Elizabeth Station and it was awesome. I had one of, I had an IPA from Structure. It was good. Oh. 